Hello and welcome back to BizPod. On today's episode, we're doing another fantastic Q&A as well as a slightly more festive catch-up. Enjoy. holidays louise and happy holidays to everybody joining us uh, on the recorded version of this podcast uh, you know this year has been one that's you know it's blown past but at the same time it's also crawled past it's, it's been a weird one i think yes being stuck inside and um lack of socializing uh, i think will make anything seem like the time's not going very fast but of course we have been working hard and and have achieved quite a bit this year um, i'm very proud of us indeed and you know uh, we're going to make up for that because we've got a slightly more social episode as we've got some lovely <laughs> questions which is super exciting we do indeed. We've gathered a bunch of questions from you, the audience, and some of our friends and some of our family. And yeah, let's um, let's kind of go through some of those ones there. Do you want to pick the first one? Yeah. So the, the first question we have is, how do you make yourself stand out? And, you know, hmm. I, I think this is a, a weird, scary one because it kind of ties into what we, we've discussed on former episodes about, you know, the, the niche and all that kind of malargan <laughs> yeah i think definitely you you mostly do it through editing style i would say that the overall work we do is to a very high standard which does make us stand out but also we are sort of starting to get known for that that editing style that you're pioneering um which is just really exciting i think you've made some really incredible sort of interesting choices which I find I would have never thought of sometimes and then it's like wow okay this is this is brilliant and then next one oh my god this is even more brilliant okay and it's wonderful spinning this round and giving me compliments this wasn't the question <laughs> uh, but um yeah I think you know being yeah like everybody you know you everybody kind of goes and they're like oh you niche you need to be doing something different or completely out there you know you know the the scarves for snails or something that hasn't been done yet <laughs> but you know if it's doing something you know slightly a little bit better or even just doing something uh, a little bit more creative than you know some of your contemporaries sometimes that's enough where you know that's your niche you're, you're the creative one that's you know making like you know, hats slightly more rounder than the next guy. You know what? How could he think to make the hats so round? It's a marvel. I think, <laughs> I think you're you're right in that one. That it doesn't have to be about necessarily breaking the mold or or doing something incredibly crazy new. I think the importance of quality can actually make you stand out. Um, if you're careful and you just go to do something that's just really well made, that could even be what makes you stand out. So keep that in mind. Yeah, you know, as 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 long as you're able to kind of look at yourself and be like, yeah, you know, I I know why I would pick this like myself mm. uh, in this instance. You know, whether that do be the the quality, the creativity, or even just you know, if you're able to do something and like very quick turnarounds, like you're able to get a video out like and like the by nine a.m. the next morning, and it's uh, you know. Might might not be the greatest, but you've done it. You know that's something that's a little bit different. That's something that will make you stand out, and you know people will look at you mm. and be like, hmm, you know, that's what I'm looking for right now. I I need that. You know, four hour turnaround or whatever it could be. 
Absolutely. And we've got another question here, which is about how is the podcast going? And uh, I don't know about you listeners, but I think very well. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of remarkable where, um, you know, obviously we, we love doing podcasting. We've done podcasting uh, for various forms in the past. And we've always been like, what if we podcast together? How would that happen? <laughs> but, you know, outside sure, of that, yeah. it's actually been a fairly fruitful and exciting experience outside of just being able to, to finally just chat because we, we never we never do that normally <laughs> it it is interesting how over the last two months the amount of which or the amount of time that we have spent just chatting has exponentially increased and we you know still haven't hit a cap yet so all in all um we're not ready to kill each other yet and i think the podcast has given us us a chance not just to chat with each other but also with some brilliant brilliant people um I think at first I didn't quite think having guests on the podcast would be so kind of revolutionary as it is, but wow, we've chatted with some brilliant people. We've caught up with some really amazing people that we love. And yeah, I, I am just excited to do this for years and years to come. Yeah, and I think being able to get guests on has been so exciting where I don't know, it's just really humbling and exciting where, uh, especially, you know, as we come from a perspective of, you know, you know yeah you know we're, we're just we're, we're in charted grounds it's nice to chat mm-hmm. with other business owners and just scale you know, normalize it and make it just you know it's like yeah you know we can all do this you know we just need get through it uh, and we can all do great and incredible things because sure definitely some of our guests have done that yeah um and and other guests have also had their own podcast podcasts and and use it to connect with others so yeah we're, it's just wonderful building that that kind of network it's um it's delicious. Mm, uh, indeed. And yeah, it's exciting. We, over at NACA Media, we'll hopefully have some more stuff related to, to podcasting uh, coming out soon enough. Uh, some other shows, some publishing. Uh, so uh, if you aren't sick of us, uh, there'll be some more exciting stuff coming along soon. Mm. We've got another um, question here, which is how have you found people to interview? Which is an interesting one. I think I'll take that one a little bit more since I've sort of been in charge of that. Um, there is an, a brilliant site called Matchmaker, which as it's branded is Tinder for podcasting, which is just sort of hilarious. And we had James Mulvaney, the uh, founder, uh, on for our episode six of the podcast. So do listen to that. Um, and yeah, it was brilliant just as, uh, you know, people were able to find us and be like, we're really interested in what you do. Can we be on? And then I've also been able to go out and find people's profile pages who are like, I'm up for talking about whatever. And then we bring them on. And and yeah, that's where we find the majority alongside any just connections that we had that we thought were relevant or, or kind of business based. Um, It's kind of been wonderful to have, yeah, our friends on, but that you know the friends who are related to business and who can give you guys our audience um some really great info yeah and it, it's just kind of been uh, amazing you know uh, we've got some more interviews coming soon that are a little bit more international and we'll maybe give a, a little bit of perspective into uh how, how the business side of things is going over on the other side mm. of the pond and it's just been kind of amazing just halfway through the the middle of uh those interviews because we've recorded a couple in advance and it's just like oh you know this is madness this is crazy we we live in this modern world mm. where we're able to have this conversation and have this uh, commonality uh, and then as well as that we it goes out to everybody listening which is uh, absolutely incredible and uh, i think it's only going to be getting better from here on out and you know 
uh, more people are listening so hopefully if you are listening and you're interested in coming on of course drop us a, a little wee email we would love to hear from you but uh, very fruitful and exciting stuff there. Yeah, absolutely. We've also been um, doing some recording at odd hours in order to match up with uh, some other people's time frames. So, you know, we're we're very happy to do that as well. Absolutely. And um, yeah, uh, I think that the next question we do have uh, is how do you network? Uh, and that's been a, a really interesting journey for ourselves where we've had mm. to, you know, I think we've we're both historically quite good at the networking front. But now that we've got NAC Media LLP and the podcast and the company and uh, we're, we're kind of needing to get more stuff for the door, it's had us become a lot more reflective of how we network and how we network efficiently. Because, you know, you network for a thousand hours, you're, you're sure to find something. But, you know, you need to be a little bit efficient about it, which is a yeah. tough thing. I think definitely I've been sort of pushing those social media sides so LinkedIn has actually been a really great space that I was able to look specifically in my city and for specific types of people doing certain jobs and like yeah you know I want to know every single photographer that lives in Edinburgh on LinkedIn you know I'm wanting to link up with the local people who are doing business management who are doing marketing who are doing that stuff within the vicinity um because of course with certain travel restrictions at the moment that's so amazing if I can just meet up with them mm. in the street but also I think yeah we're wanting to grow those local networks really well so mostly through LinkedIn doing that kind of work I've also been involved in a couple networking groups so it's like you know LGBT networking or women in business networking or any of those kind of things on those fronts um I'm really interested in being involved with as it's sort of a bit more relevant to me so it's like yep who are the groups, who are the people, where are they being organized, how can I be involved? And that can be really hard to find. But those people are out there and they are doing stuff. And there's other people just like yourself wanting to network. So I managed to find some of those through LinkedIn. I managed to find some of them through literally Googling the thing I was interested in and the city and then putting business in there somehow. Um, we also know a couple people from uni who were able to then link us on to other kind of networking stuff, other places that we should look into for funding or for um, other people who are wanting to collaborate. Um, it's really tough, but the people doing the networking are a great way to help you network sort of faster. Yeah, and I, I think just honestly, you know, we always come back to it on this pod, but just being, uh, you know, just being human about it is so important like uh, i recently had mm. a, a message in recently on linkedin and you know i think we all once you can f i think you hit like a 100 200 connections you start getting those real spammy emails like ones where it's just mm. like blocks yeah. and blocks but you know some sometimes it's like the simplest emails or linkedin messages in this case that are the ones that it's like okay this one's you know asking a, a genuine question or it seems really authentic. It isn't just somebody want to, to sell you something. Um, yeah. And I think being able to just be, you know, human, be like, hey, you, you do this. This is interesting. Uh, how, how does that work? Uh, it can make a, a world of difference. And, you know, you can get a lot farther just by being human and being friendly than, than you ever do with that big old email paragraph that, uh, at least as a dyslexic. Yeah won't be getting read <laughs> yeah where they send you their linkedin profile description and it's like but if i click on your profile i've just got that information like i don't need that twice i don't know why you would send that but yes we have had some really interesting people who have also been wanting to connect to us that now that we've been able to grow 
um, Nakamedia through the Instagram and the LinkedIn and the Facebook um, and then of course through the podcast it, it's starting to roll it's really starting to roll and and you know our baby's growing Aww. up <laughs> yeah it's um it's so proud it's especially lovely I think as a company and a business you know it's great to be the the face of that but i think having you know the own its own separate account mm. even if you're not directly networking through it having that there as a kind of an established representation of yourself and then going out and networking by yourself as the you know authentic self is a real nice balance i've found um, i think if we just messaged people let's say on our NACA media account and we're chatting and socializing you know people yeah. would be like yeah you're selling this stuff right away so it is it's quite fun with our instagram because we both have access to it and we both use it and that when people message us it's sometimes a gamble of who will reply <laughs> and sometimes it's like my pals and sometimes it's your pals and sometimes it's other people and we both reply in a conversation you know so there's a little bit of we have to figure out who's talking yeah but um but yeah you're right having having ourselves as individuals as separate has been lovely yeah and uh moving on to our, our next uh question uh, what do you do to relax and de-stress on a big production week? Which I, I think mm. is uh, particularly relevant because we, we had a, a fairly intense week. Uh, not 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 this week, but the, the one prior, I believe. Um, yeah, we will often have production days that are sort of 12 or 14 hours. Not necessarily because the shoots take that long, but because we'll have to do the normal working day and then also yeah. the production day on top. And so it ends up these quite incredibly long days um my my major rule i think for relaxing especially because we are the company directors and you know we've got emails constantly on our phones people can directly contact us in terms of phone calls and whatever it can be really difficult to drop that responsibility so we can't just fully turn off our phone fully disengage i find i've got to sort of be a little bit involved but my one rule is no business in the bath not allowed to happen bath time is louise time so you know that's like candles on that's bubble bars um and that is fully allowing myself to totally disengage but in a way that while well, i'm only ever going to be in the bath for like an hour an hour and a half you know, I can, it, nothing is gauge or going to happen that will totally throw us off. So I'm sort of safe in that regard. And I also get to have a, just a lovely bath. Mm. Yeah, it's um, it's an, an interesting one in my case where I think I'm not the greatest at just switching off uh, and not doing stuff. I, I tend to just fill it with other stuff. Uh, but I think, you know, if ideally if you're able to set, you know, what your, your cap and your goal is of how many hours you're doing mm. in a certain week, and then if you go over that in one week, being able to take that off at other points will maybe help you balance the book a li books yeah. a little and, you know, uh, make up that kind of energy deficit at a later point. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right in that term of energy deficit, because especially if you do a really long day, you're going to be more tired the next day. So though sometimes it is unavoidable we always try and make the day after a big shoot either a day that we can take off so like we do our shoot at the end of the week or um we make it so that the next day is really really chill but you know because we are aware that we are people mm -hmm. <laughs> no matter how much you would wish to be a robot you know we're people and we we've got to we, we just can't do everything we can't do it all um, and you've got to accept that and work it because if you start pushing through, that's when you can make yourself really, really ill. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's almost like a, you know, 
uh, a car, you know, you're driving along, the tires, you know, they get worn, they get distressed. Uh, you can put more stress of them over tight, like by doing certain kind of things. But, you know, if it's starting to get worn down by, you know, using it too much, you know, slow down, take it off, put on a new wheel, you're fine. If you kept on going <laughs> and blew off a tire, that that's a, a car accident, quite literally. Uh, and Can you tell Anton does not know how to drive? Well, it's scandalous. How do you know that? <laughs> uh-huh. um, Indeed, we got another question here, which is, um, what is a good creative business balance? Um, as, of course, we are a creative business doing the creative part themselves. Um, that is something that a couple of people have asked us, actually, and that we have also asked ourselves mm. because I think it's been a little hard to learn. But we're kind of getting there now. Yeah, and, you know, I think that the main challenge that, you know, I think I personally had to learn and to have adapt over has been learning how to uh, basically, you know, summon creativity because, you know, creativity is something that can kind of come and go at certain mm. points. So it's about making spaces that work and enable it. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of little things you can do. I, I think, you know, one of the simplest ones, and I think something we both adhere to, Louise, is, you know, finding the times that were creative so for instance you know let's say in the morning you know it's like for me that's like you know energy the brain's alive everything's ready to go you know it's easier to come up and just do that you know big brain work but yeah i think it's an interesting one i think as well as that if you're able to just give yourself some space where you know it isn't strictly let's say drawing or creating logos for clients where uh, you know you get to you know you do some illustration work for yourself and you're, you're exploring your own ideas um it's mm. really handy as well i think yeah having if you do too much of one i think not only can it really fry your brain but you can end up having then like a deficit of it afterwards of just i don't want to touch those papers or i don't want to think about a storyboard and so i have found that working collaboratively collaboratively always of course is my favorite thing to do so i definitely sort of feed off of your creative energy if you're in an kind of excited okay let's do this and how can we do it that always really sparks ideas alongside if you're like okay business think about this and how about that I'll sort of gear myself into that mind frame as well but what is really nice is I've if I've say been doing papers and garbage stuff all day and I'm like I just can't look at it anymore I could give it to you and then I yeah. can move on to something more creative I think trying to do it not as like a reward system but as a okay I acknowledge I have done a lot of this one I'm gonna do some of the other because I think being both really creative people we kind of have a need to stay creative but it is absolutely something that you've got to practice and yes learning how to find your inspiration and where it goes and what to do with it is is I think vital at this point because you know it's our job and it will be your job if you're doing something similar so yeah. nurture it and and take care of that because I think you know burnout <laughs> burnout is well known as as a creative um stump yeah and I, I think having that um that space to develop it and mature outside of that whether that be you know going out for an afternoon taking some photos or whatever it would be mm. is really important because quite often with kind of creative industry jobs you know something will go on your table and you're like you know what we you know you need it to work you you can't you don't have the you might not have the room to you know try an idea and see it fail uh, so you end up going for a lot more safer or kind of familiar stuff that you know you can do but if you enable spaces where you can just 
do something, experiment, see if it fails, then it allows you to create better work. Generally, now knowing that you can kind of do new and different things or more experimental things or new styles or new techniques that you would have maybe have not risked on a kind of a major paying production, especially if you know you've maybe got limited access to let's say a location, actors or a budget. Very true, very true. I think you can also fall into rhythms quite easily of you know, I've got a similar storyboard, I'll use that again, or oh we did this like this, let's do similar beats or whatever. And that can also be signs of sort of creative juices running out. Um and so yeah, I would always say take time to do something else or do passive creative stuff like a little bit of drawing or a little bit of photos or whatever to kind of re reju regen yourself. And of of course a, a little wee fun thing that we we've done most recently with one of our projects is it is fun to just compete with yourself a little and just be like, all right, let's do this. We did good here. Let, let's outdo ourselves. Let's try and push the yeah. boat out a little. Well, so, I mean, I think competing with yourself is kind of the wrong term because I think I think competition with yourself can get dangerous. Mm. So what, what it is is the case is that we have done, we created a piece of media um, for somebody and they're looking for, we, the part of the agreement was we'll do two more at different seasonal events kind of thing. And so it was an element of how can we make this one a different and then that turned into how can we make this better because of course we want to improve and it's in an area where we don't necessarily have a lot of organic skill or maybe we do have organic skill but we need to grow those abilities and so it's like right we did this last time at kind of kind of a bare minimum of very good and it's like right we want to become excellent how do we do that? And it's okay, well, we know that this is a theory of this technical thing can be done this way. Let's look it up. Let's actually learn about it. Let's read into it. Okay, how do we do it? Let's do it. Um, so arguably, we're not really growing the business side for those, those projects, but we're growing an incredible creative side. So then it's afterwards. Okay, let's come back. What do we need to do? How do we need to balance it? Um, but that has been very fun. Indeed, and you know, uh, you know, if you're you're having fun, um, that that that's uh, good. You don't want to be you know putting in all the the sacrifice and the struggle of doing you know doing a, a business to just be like, uh, you know, it's it's okay. <laughs> you want to be like, yeah, this is this is it. You know, I love this. I'm passionate about this company. Uh, I, I think we're going off to do great and fantastic things. And on that tone, what Louise do you think that what what well, we can do this like individually slash together what are your hopes for the coming year 2021 the the year that we've never we come saying quick it enough. at the same time um no no uh, we we can go go in turns i think oh uh, okay well um you go first then <gasps> scandalous uh oh, 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 oh um uh yeah i think for us it would just be getting into you know that nice comfortable flow where we're you know we're getting at nice consistent jobs where we can be creative and free uh but at the same mm. time because you know a lot of our, our journey so far has just been like all right we've we've achieved this but the next thing's this this and this uh, as we're you know we're constantly growing and changing and you know we're we're at that kind of early part in our journey with Nakamedia lp so i think getting into it and be like okay you know we, we've got into this good stable rhythm and then we mm. can start looking at what the the next leaps uh, and bounds are because it's you know the the company's still young but we've got a, a lot on the horizon 
it, it, it is really exciting and, and I think a lot of the reading I've been doing recently is like you've got to love it you've got to enjoy it um for your business to kind of be sustainable and and yeah my god it's so fun um we have just wrapped on our most recent shorts that I was I was more heavily involved in the writing and directing of it um and I'm so proud of it um it, you know it feels really good to sort of not just have the reef the the reinforcement of yes I can do these things and I can do them well but also of yes okay it doesn't always have to be like this but if I need to do it I can do it well and so that's that's just been really fun to make so arguably I want more of those kind yeah. of projects and we do have one last one lined up but yeah, I think I'm really excited to grow my skills more. And I think as always with every project it gets a little bit better, but um I'm I feel at least I had to do a big kind of step up for okay, now I'm selling this and the products and myself and my skills. And and yeah, it's exciting to see how far we can push that because I've kind of not hit a cap yet. And so yeah, getting better at what I do is is exciting. It's really exciting. Yeah, you know, I think especially with some of the, the most recent stuff we've been doing, there there has been an element of like, you know, we had this knife before of skills, but it's getting sharp now. You know, we're, we're getting the the precision uh, real down, which I, I think is real fantastic. Uh, mm. You know, it isn't just a, a mad slash, it's a, a sharp... <laughs> <laughs> But you and your metaphors i look forward to more of anton's metaphors oh, too kind and i think it will be nice you know uh right now you know we very much take a lot of our projects you know uh you know all hands on deck you know we we just put the full uh you know we we come together and we put our all into it but i think it'll be nice once where you know we'll still have our big projects where we're you know all hands on deck we're, we're covering everything but i think it'll be nice when we have you know little wee smaller projects that we can take solo um and just kind of you know you know louise has a you know full control of this one and you know it's got that one covered mm. anton's got full control of this one we're both working on these two uh, i think you know becoming more tactical in our kind of production management will be like a nice evolution of where we're at at the moment yeah yeah we will see um shall we talk a little bit about the next question that we've Indeed. got here which has been what is the impact of lockdown on your business so this one's really difficult because we only know th this business as lockdown <laughs> mm. yeah which you know there's it's interesting where i think uh, it's kind of interesting to look at what naka media would be like if we weren't born into this you know mm. uh you know we had spoken molded about, by it yeah because we had spoken about the idea of having an office or um you know oh my god we did there was even a, a slight phase when things had <clears throat> the numbers had lowered to their, their lowest point where we were meeting up somewhat regularly um yeah. i think every week we were aiming for so it's it's interesting where we are at the kind of core of it, a very digital and advanced company in that regard you know where you know we're very pro digital pro remote you know we, we don't have to spend too much time with our clients so it's you know ideally we're hopefully in the fortunate positions we quite versatile in this situation wouldn't you say yeah well i think also partly we've called each other a lot more since we got more into the rhythm of okay this is how it's going to be we've been sort of 
lots of little communications rather than, okay, let's sit down and plan a meeting for three hours. Um, and that sort of also partly kept us connected. Um, also, as we're growing and getting more familiar and comfortable and better, we don't always need as much, oh, what are you doing and what exactly am I doing and that kind of stuff. So I think the business has evolved to fit it and suit it. But I also think that generally business is evolving and trying to suit COVID and, and the world that will come sort of after uh, in the same way that other major shifts have changed sort of the landscapes of of, of any industry, really. Yeah, I, um, I think the, the, the most interesting comparison for the, the two of us, at least, is kind of, I think it's interesting looking back to when we had worked uh, and collaborated together on our dissertation, where, you know, there was many points where it's like, oh, this is a, an important conversation. We'll meet up and, you know, we're, we're both in the our main university campus building, you know, several times a week. So we would push things to fit into those days where we could chat in person. Yeah. But I think now that we're so digital and so remote and, you know, we're always near a computer, uh, it has somewhat helped us be more um connected in a, a digital sense where you know where if we need to get that invoice out you know i'm not halfway across the same i'm in the same place i've been for the last yeah, eight hours well, <laughs> the main difference is because we're not in education anymore True. so we, we, this is our full-time job this is our business so of course we're by the computer all the time yeah i mean it's because we also worked together for a year before we started the company so it is a different kind of way of working, but, you know, we we adapt, we improvise, we overcome. And here we are. Yeah. Um, you know, God bless, God bless Discord because it bled. makes our lives so much easier just being able to dip it onto really these calls. Um, and not having to set up Zoom calls every time. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine that? Yeah. You know, uh, we, we have, you know, we, we mentioned a lot. We have a bunch of different, like quote-unquote channels where we can kind of separate out our topics into whatever they could be we have a little bit where we can mm. dump uh files that are you know not not too important that we just need to swap hands um but yeah and then just being able to have channels that are just active where you can dip in and out for calls rather than having to set up individual zoom calls or teams or makes life so much easier so if you're a company on this sort of scale or to be honest you could scale it fairly well i uh, highly recommend it mm. There are some brilliant communities out there which are sort of showing the forefront of how Discord can be used. And, you know, I, I thought you were going to mention Frog Chat, but um, uh, clearly that is a Nakamedia secret. Yeah, you know, nobody can know Frog Chat <laughs> and <laughs> our random frog memes. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, we've got an, an interesting question here. Um that you know i'm very excited to hear your answer for um which is what is the greatest asset or quality in the other person that you think they bring to the company mm. <laughs> uh, you know, well i can start no. you know the, the question has been misspelled in the notes there so i just read it as what's the greatest ass cease of I know the the notes weren't super well weren't super well written out. Which there are two questions, you. you know. Um, but oh, oh shit! Oh, we can't have an ass off. Not not yet. Not the yet. company's that, not ready know, that, for that's it. That's uh, episode one hundred. We'll save that one. Mm -hmm. um, mm, um, but I'll I'll let you think a little bit because I've said it before. But I think your your innovation that you bring to the company is just so important. Um, I think we are very similar in many ways. And I think the more time and hours that we're spending together, we're starting to become a one person, um, you know, which is maybe that was a goal all along, but who knows? <laughs> but I think you, you do think very differently to me 
in a lot of ways. So even though we're very similar, I think you think very differently. And so we will have similar interests, but you'll come up with totally new solutions. You know, I think we both think outside of each other's boxes. Mm. So to work with you is wonderful because it's like, oh shit, I would have never thought about that. Or, oh, oh yeah, that's great. Let me suggest this on top. Um, and so, yeah, I think the greatest asset is that you're not me. No, um, <laughs> is that is that you're really you're really Aww. interesting. You think in a really interesting way, and you're also incredibly skilled. Why? Thank you. You're far too sweet. It was funny. I think yesterday or something we were discussing music, and Louise classically musically trains understand music, mm. and I said something. You're like, you know. You're not wrong, but the means of getting to that conclusion, oh my God. But <laughs> yeah. I, I think um, your m- most valuable asset, I think, would be coming to, you know, this business and kind of creative world with, you know, a very people-centric focus, you know. Uh, you know, looking out for, you know, what the client's looking for, what they're wanting. Um, uh, the process ex- itself, you know, it can be very, uh, especially uh, from my perspective, just to be like, you know, we, we just need that, you know, we're doing X, Y, Z, you know, it's this big production, uh, but getting it to the point where it's like, you know what, you know, we're doing this for the good reasons, you know, we're, we're doing, we've got these, the occasional charity work coming in here and having that, you know, human point of, uh, for everything, you know, whether it be, you know, let's not work ourselves to death, let's, let's actually construct this company in a, a sustainable manner. And then I'm sitting there with my like 12 cups of coffee, I'm like, hmm, life, that would be good. <laughs> You're just sat there going, hmm, sustainable. Oh, well, thank you for that. Oh. I think it's, again, it's the way that I sort of had to teach myself to to manage myself to be able to enjoy life. And and it's something I want to bring to any job I have is, is let's make this work sustainable and enjoyable. Can we get this a t-shirt? Yeah, let, let, let's do it. And, and then it's two melted snowmen at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what's actually a, a good question, I think, to bring up? Because we did get asked this recently. We're going off script here. Oh my God, here. you're coming up. You're go- Where's the notes? We're doing it live. <laughs> oh, but no, it's pre-recorded. Is how we handle holidays being a small company. Because we don't yeah. have any like company scripture that says employee thou shall take a holiday once every well, second blood moon <laughs> you're you're wrong because we do actually oh, yeah, have actually as you say company contracts. scripture we have an actual it's partnership agreement which is really important to do when you first set up just saying i you can understand who spent 12 days making it and who <laughs> didn't fully read it um but yes, we went with our country's current government guidelines. That was also how we figured out the majority of our pay stuff and our tax stuff at the front was what are the standard government practices? You know, what is the kind of thing that unions vouch for heavily? And and so, yeah, we get 28 days a year, which is quite fun for working full time. Um, and and yeah, you when I told you, you were like, that's ridiculous yeah and then when i've told everyone else since they've been like oh yeah that's standard and that sounds actually really good practice so yeah it's the same with eating lunches anton there's a lot of normal things that other people are doing which are gonna fucking blow your mind yeah you know it's it's not daily uploads and working every every second like i've literally been like working on videos on christmas and just been like okay i've offered my presents what else do i do now we are not doing that no no, no. i'm banning you from working on christmas yeah. I will make sure your partner is like 
fucking on it. I'll I'll be t- I'll take your phone away from you before you leave. Yeah, not allowed to do any work on Christmas. Obviously, you know it's a, a bit of a weird time. Uh, so you know it's still up in the the air. But that's mm. the the thing I've enjoyed the last couple of years of getting away for Christmas. Uh, by getting away, I mean yeah. going to uh, my parents and visiting and spend time with them. It's like up, oh, you know the the. Com- you know, the computer, the work, it's all left behind. This is just a, a seasonal yeah. time, which is quite nice. And yeah, do you have any uh, plans for your own Christmas, Louise, if I may ask? Plans have sort of shifted a little bit, um, but I, I still get to be with my core family. And now that my sister is back from some traveling she did, it'll be the proper original OG gang um, of my family. Um, this sort of small direct crew and, and that, I think has always been important. It's something we've always done, so that's always been important. But this year, mostly, is is incredibly important. So we're actually, it's super cute. We're going to do the Botanics light Ooh. trail at night. Um, I'll be bringing the camera, of course. Oh, yes. Um, you know, you've got to get the bougie pictures of your family. Otherwise, why are you a photographer? <laughs> um, but that is going to just be really nice getting to spend time together it's quite unusual that we're actually all working again now. So we have had other periods in the family where we've all four of us been working, the kind of core fam. Um, and it is that time once again. And so there's, a, and of course, because of the current climate, there has been a lot less sort of popping in to mm. see each other or checking in on each other. Um, and also, yeah, we're now all in the same city, which is bizarre. So wonderful, wonderful, I should say, not bizarre. Um so I get to, I get to see my boys, <laughs> um, I'm very excited about because family family does mean a lot to me. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, an exciting season and it's uh, interesting looking at family traditions and be like, all right, how how do we, uh, modify or uh, contemporize this to to make mm. it applicable and to, who knows? I think there'll be a lot of people making new traditions at this time, like you know especially for families that might be a little bit more distant, it'll be slightly easier to, you know, get a, a you know, a family-wide Zoom call going or whatever it would be, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, and I think that's a lot more accepted where, you know, there's there's some people, you know, who are like, yeah, I'm, I'm never phoning anyone ever. It'll be a message and maybe like a Starbucks if they're like, behave themselves. <laughs> but no, mm. uh, I think a lot of people have gotten a lot more comfortable in uh, fluid, uh, especially being coming from a podcasting background. I remember there were so many people where they were just so not tense, but just not themselves on call. And I think yeah. that's slowly been yeah. eroded with a lot of people now. Well, this is a wonderful thing um, that I was, you know, because I, as you should do as a podcaster is listen to other people's podcasts. I've been listening to um, Conan O'Brien's podcast where he had the episode where he had Michelle Obama on um, and she made the wonderful point of she doesn't have to be as done up for a podcast you know there isn't mm-hmm. this whole photos and makeup and costume and, and you know having to go to the place that it would for like a press release or a sort of pictures or photos or whatever and so she says in being able to be in her own clothes and her favorite chair in her own space um she is sort of transported to a world of comfort, um, which then is translated in what she says and how she says and, and how comfortable she feels just with, you know, she's able to pick a little bit more with who she's talking with. And and also she's just an amazing person. So, you know, that's wonderful to hear. But but yeah, I've sort of I've taken that on. I know where my slippers uh, we don't dress up as much anymore. Mm. <laughs> um, but also, you know, it's fun to dress up sometimes. Yeah, you know, it's 
uh, it's kind of goes to how we structure our interviews and all that where i think some of the you know you get interviews on you know let's say a talk show and you get interviews on you know a podcast but i think the fact that you know you go for an interview on a podcast you're kind of sitting there intensely for 15 minutes and then they're like hello mm. I, i'm dave blah blah uh you know welcome to the show we're doing xyz you know this that we've got the band over there here's my monologue and the person's just sitting there for like 15 minutes this thing builds and then they get to speak to them. It's like, hey, how's it going? And then they're good. And then it's like, oh, we've also got Chris. And he's sitting at the other end of the couch. And, you know, it's so much more concocted. And there's so many interruptions that, you know, I think having the way we do our interviews where it's literally like, let's record, you know, audience is a fly in the wall. We're just having a conversation here. And, you know, we'll cut mm. into, you know, where the good bits are and take it from there. Yeah, and that's some feedback that we've had, which has been really nice that people are like, oh, it's just like a chat. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of what we want is a chat. But I think also another another thing in regards to keeping it casual is we do prep questions because, of course, we do because it's a show. Yes. Um, but if they've said something really interesting, we'll ask them to talk about that. Mm. <laughs> I think rather than just, okay, we've run out of time, um, is it's a lot more kind of interactive in that regard. Yeah, I've one of the, the kind of things I've, because I've spent some time researching, because, you know, I, I, I've never done interviews before. So I was like, after we did a couple, I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, how to be good at it doing interviews so i kind of took some time into it and the kind of main sentiment that comes up and up again is that the your questions aren't where rare don't always lead to the good stuff it's taking what they've said back to you and then taking that and burrowing into that another one where you get that you know a couple layers in question where one you're kind of actively showing that you're listening uh, and you're you know you know, that's just important for a conversation and then people feel more comfortable and or enjoy the conversation more uh, and you'll get more interesting information because, you know, if they're, especially if it's somebody that's went on a couple podcasts, you know, they've possibly answered, you know, it's like, oh, what's a, you know, f you know focus superstar as a job title? And they're like, well, you know, as I said on the other podcast, <laughs> so you want to burrow in and you get some kind of interesting knowledge and that's where the deepest and more interesting conversations are for sure um and, and that's just a, a good part about active listening and, and generally being involved trying not to be distracted um whilst a million messages blow up whilst you're trying to interview this guy um, <laughs> that's never happened before um but yeah i think oh i'm just excited i'm excited for the new year i'm excited for all that amazing vegan food i'm gonna eat as always, food is at the forefront of my mind, um, and and I think I'm I'm looking forward to working with you more. Oh, likewise, <laughs> and um, it will be fun over the this holiday season. Um, you know, we've we've both recently got some new lenses, so they'll, they'll <laughs> do check out um, if you're interested. Uh, our Instagrams and uh, the company Naka Media LLP Instagram, because uh, I'm sure some new pics will be going out. Uh, absolutely and on a, another sun kind of fun christmasy note uh do check yes. out um we, we worked with uh, a store in north berwick rock and bird uh they've got a new christmas advert which we're super proud of which you, which you can check out and um, which you know th there's other stuff of course going out but that's a uh, very christmasy <laughs> <laughs> that's all right yeah that's that's that main creative project that we're very proud of 
Um, and if you wanted to check out our social medias, we are NACA Media LLP on Facebook, Instagram, and oh, I nearly said Twitter there, LinkedIn. Ooh. We are not on Twitter, sadly. Yeah, it's a, yet. Yeah, it's that, you know, it's, you know, we can kind of bring some cohesion between the other platforms. Twitter, we'll need to, if we do tackle it, would be its own uh, bag well, of now bolts. now it's got stories. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, you know, they all have stories. <laughs> Um, got stories. But, you know, alternatively, if you would prefer uh, an application without stories yet, uh, you can always send us an email at contact at natcamedia.co.uk. Yeah. Only a little blip there. Was that NSUKP sneaking in? Yeah, you know, just ignore me. <laughs> um, but if you do want, uh, you know, a more immersive forms of stories, we have added them to our ravens uh, as customary. Our, our ravens have stories. I know, it's great. You know, it's... Um, I'm so proud of them. You know, it's a concert broken up into like 50 short clips that are all 15 seconds, but with little <laughs> gaps in the middle. It's uh, the future of it's, technology. It's each raven brings you a picture and you have to get like, you know, 12, 12 ravens makes up one second, like a flip book. Uh, You've got to flip through the pictures. And then one at the end has like a little kazoo that it plays the music on or whatever you know, it's not very sophisticated yeah. but it's beautiful yeah, you know they're they're very industrious they're, they're outgoing mm-hmm. engineering and they'll they're true entrepreneurs they'll, they'll get your your message to us incredibly quickly and uh, absolutely yeah i think on that note hope everybody listening has a fabulous holiday season don't work too hard because uh, that then then you haven't listened to the podcast that would be bad <laughs> Yes. Um, stay safe. We love you all and have an exciting new year. Au revoir. <laughs>